0: Welcome everybody to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. But first up, Race Tech. Save with the code at racetech Pulp Twenty Three. Tell them you listen to Race Tech; they'll dial you in. Give your bike some love. Suspension work, motor work—it's all there, man. The Solitaire guys use the motor stuff. Uh, a lot of privateers use suspension stuff. There's authorized service centers all across America. They'll take your WP air forks and turn them into a spring conversion, which seems to be a big hit. And you'll do all this by saving some money by telling me listen to pulp. So thanks to race tech, racetech.com. All right, on to the show. A pulp MX Network Production.
1: Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and CUBA links on RacerXonline.com.
0: Welcome everybody to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Uh, presented by the folks at the Renthal, Maxis, Kobolinks, and Motorsport.com. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. Get it at your local dealer or motorsport.com. Thank you to those guys. They got a formula helmet, simply amazing. Uh, Max Anstey winning the two fifty race with Fly Racing. Uh, so thank you to the folks at uh, Fly Racing for coming on board this podcast. Check out their complete line of stuff there. Uh, really, really good to uh, to see them and the new products they're bringing out and the new colors and the new features and all of that. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Check it out. Uh, FlyRacing.com. Thank you to the folks at Renthal. They had a special LE this past weekend in New York. You see the gold on all the teams And uh, thanks to the folks at Renthal. And uh, get it while you can at your local dealer. Um, If you're a dealer, listen to this. Get it from your distributor. It's limited, folks. Sprockets and bars. uh, Pads as well. So Renthal.com. Great company. Uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki. Red Bull KTM. The Gas Gas guys as well. And, of course, uh, Honda. All using Renthal products. Sprockets and bars. 7-8 bar to Fat Bar 36. They've got you covered. Thank you, the folks. Renthal.com. And Max's Tires. Uh, great guys. Mountain bike tires are amazing. MXSTs developed by McGrath, used by privateers out there. Uh, thank you to Maxis tires, light truck tires, trailer tires, and more. Uh, thank you, Maxis, for coming on board. We'll tell you more about those other sponsors later. But here's JT, Weege, and I discussing the New York, New Jersey, East Rutherford Supercross. All right, now on the line to talk about the uh, crazy East Rutherford slash New Jersey slash New York Supercross. Uh, a couple of guys that were, uh, were on premises and one guy that uh, – yeah, had to, had to do a little bit of tap dancing during the rain delay. Um, first up from X Online, it's my boss, Jason Wagen. What's up, Weej? Yeah. What's up? Good
2: one. Um, wild wild weekend, I, I think unprecedented, maybe for all of us. Um, yeah. To end up with a rain delay or a lightning delay, I think I should call it. Not a rain delay. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they'll race in the rain. It was a lightning delay, uh, which just added to a uh, weekend. It was pretty... I'd say unique, on and off the track, right? This is the New York City thing that led to riders and teams doing PR, stuff they don't normally do, that led to us doing stuff that we don't normally do. You and I go to a Yankees game Friday night, all this stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, it yeah. was
2: definitely a memorable weekend, and then the mud just really drove that point home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of fly racing, which I did off the top, uh, the kinetic mesh gear is out. It would not have worked very well for these main events, but it works really well everywhere else. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT?
3: not too much just uh i didn't go to any baseball games this weekend so uh mm. not sure how that all went for you guys I, um, I
0: don't understand why you keep saying this you tweeted it you 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 texted it like i don't get it like i don't like you can also text and be like what are you guys doing or what 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 are we doing or do you guys want to do something for, like there was no there was no reaching out by you to to make any plans or to do anything like i don't get that like okay i'll take some of the blame i'll take some of it but all of it
3: well uh, I mentioned it going into the weekend uh, when you and you dropped the news that you and Weed were going to a baseball game. Um, so that was OK. Like, I get it. You didn't have you know, I don't need an invite. No problem. I, I understand. But then I kind of made a thing about it. And then you did it again on Sunday. So I was like, oh, OK. okay. Well, I'll just take the hint. OK. Then.
0: You had a dinner with our dear friend, Nick. And I didn't was not I know. Night. But I, I thought it was. I didn't know you went in early. So you said, it's okay, I have a dinner with my dear friend, Nick. And I'm like, okay, all right. And th- you're not staying Sunday to go to a game. You're not going to do that. Like I, you and, Paul, you and Paul did? Well, yes, but I'm a baseball guy. You're, I mean, Paul, Paul. it's a whole thing why Paul had to stay that late. He, I did not invite him. He looked up in the morning, he said, and realized his flight was 7 o'clock at night. And he's like, I have time to kill. I'll go to this baseball game. That was it. I don't know. Okay. I, I just you can also reach out, you know.
3: Oh well, I know, I know. I just I I felt slighted. Maybe I <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't.
0: Weech. He I mean.
3: I uh, no, I
2: I don't like when mom and dad argue.
0: <laughs> I'm not arguing. I don't know
2: how to break these up. We've we've gone through this many times. I've been a there, referee. There's, I've there's been there's an no arguer, I've done it all. <laughs> there's
3: absolutely no arguing.
0: There's no argument. No. There's none.
3: No. So, no, there's none? No, not at all. No, I, I felt the way I felt, and that's – <laughs> I mean, there's no argument.
0: <laughs> but let, let's be honest here. You're not staying Sunday for a game. You're not going to do that. Like, you value your time at home and things are – you're not a huge baseball guy, right? So, like, you're not, you're not staying Sunday for a game. I would have never, ever predicted you would say Sunday for a game and fly home that night. I got home at, like, 10, at 10 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> well, I apologize. Don't argue, at least he's sticking to that. Right, I'll give you that JJ. Well, I apologize. Um, he's not arguing. Can either one of you? So, uh, okay. Hold on, I okay. want to add
3: one thing okay. to the record. Okay. One, one final <laughs> okay. ad. On Wednesday, I texted, "I'm going to dinner with my dear friend Nick tomorrow." This oh, is on Wednesday. Okay. I texted. All right.
0: I must sure. have yeah not misread that or like yeah figured it was. So,
3: who? That's all. And he, you wrote back, he just sent me some more meat. Hell of a guy. Yep. So that's, that's <laughs> right. all I'm
0: going to ask. Right. Love that guy. Love that guy. <laughs> um, maybe I had my days mixed up or whatever. Yeah. I definitely thought you were going Friday night. Um, yeah, it's okay. We'll talk about the baseball game in a second because uh, there's there's things to get to at the end of the show. I want to talk about a little bit about uh, New York City also, as well. Um, can either one of you never remember a lightning delay in Supercross, right? Like, this is... Uh, I didn't ask Davey. That's probably the guy I should have texted before the show. We've definitely had to wait for nationals. We've had some. We've yep. had some delays for motocross here and there. I do not ever remember a supercross lightning delay of this magnitude. Either one of you guys? I do not. Yeah. Uh,
3: no, I, that's a first for me. I mean, supercross. Yes, we've had like streak has been shortened. We've had some uh, issues, but um, yeah, this, this is a first. Yeah
0: crazy uh the guys the guys said on the line that they were that the gate dropped for the parade lap like they were they were like get the, the, that's how far they had gotten into loading the the gate um and then that was it they dropped the gate and then they said pull back pull back and everybody went in the tunnel you couldn't take your bike back to the truck you couldn't take your bikes back to the truck everyone to wait in the tunnel so they were just like i guess I, from what people i talked to they were just like joking around laughing sitting there you know, uh, waiting to see what was going to happen. Um, there were some interviews going on down there. Um, I doesn't seem like and maybe either one of you guys could. Doesn't seem like anybody changed any tires, like from the tire cart. Nobody put paddle tires on, from what I get. Uh, it was a pretty hard base. But did you guys hear of any of that? Any any sort of mud prep going? I mean, they were prep for mud, anyways, going down there because it was supposed to rain. Um, it maybe not this bad, but I, I think the teams were. Sort no, of. not
2: tires, but the, yeah. the the true fire drill. Like no one was running the mud, foam, and handguard type stuff mm-hmm. um before uh what you know the, the main event as it was supposed to run.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: and then it because remember it wasn't raining, right? Like it was yeah. just lightning. We did not have rain. And then the lightning forced us into the rain. It was probably twenty minutes from the delay to then the rain started, I think, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, for like sure. Yeah. yeah. So
2: then no one knew how long. As I was telling you guys offline, I think it was—it kept getting pushed back a half hour at a time. I think it ended up being 90 minutes, but no one knew it was going to be 90. It was like, at nine o'clock they said we'll try 9:30. At 9:30 they said we'll try 10. At 10 they said probably 10:30. Then it became 10:25. So I see for just as an example. Tony Archer, who's a mechanic for Carson Mumford now, just stressing and sweating like never before because he's changing to a full mud bike and he's doing it in the tunnel, not at the truck, Mm -hmm. which I don't think they've ever had to do. Have they ever had to do that?
0: I don't think so, yeah.
2: Right. So he's putting radiator skins on, taking the gas tank off, and probably putting foam there, putting foam under the skid plate. I mean, he is losing his mind and several other teams doing the same thing, putting foam in, different air filters, all this stuff, but doing it with just what they have on their cart and in their backpacks instead of at the truck. Yeah. And... You know, If they had known they had an hour and a half and they started at 9, it would have been fine. But it was like from 10 to 10.20, they basically had to get this all done. I so, don't think anybody changed tires, but there was a lot yeah. of other changes.
0: Well, I talked to a goggle guy that said that they had – and not John Knowles, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. They had done goggles – or rain goggles down there. Uh, or they had had goggles down there. They were sort of ready because they had heard it was going to rain. So the goggle part yeah. was
2: – It's one thing, though, to have another set of goggles in a bag. You, the bike, you have to choose one or the other, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Um, they were
2: stressing. Mechanics were freaking 250 mechanics were stressing. I'm,
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. It actually, once it got off, it wasn't too bad. Right? I don't know what you guys thought, but like, I was kind of, I, I I tweeted out like, oh, here's a live shot of the, the race, and it was just this mud thing on Twitter that I found. And it actually wasn't too bad. They're tripped. Some guys were tripling, guys were doubling, like they were kind of doing the rhythms a little bit. You know, it was a harder base, right? They had worked it in, I think, before the delay, and 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 got it packed pretty good. Um, it was better than I thought, JT, like getting around there. I was expecting worse.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it all depends on your situation. Like if you weren't covered, you're like your eyelids weren't covered in mud and your hands and, you know, like your gloves weren't covered in mud, it was probably not too terrible. But for the guys that, like, went down at any point – yeah it was just terrible yeah. because you can't hold on to the bike you can't see you're getting splashed in the face like it it's all the worst things of the bible right it's just awful um but the track itself it could have been a lot worse right yeah. like they kept it dry on purpose it's just man once you, if you go down in the first turn you crash at any point like just yeah. trying to circulate is so brutal after that
0: it just it wasn't daytona 08 it wasn't anaheim 05 you know what I mean? Like we've seen, no, no, yeah.
3: That's just the sheer amount of rain, right? Yeah. It rained for like an hour, yep. or maybe an hour and a half, and then we went racing. Like I mean, you know, those races are days of rain leading up to it.
0: We had a we had a guy on the track, <laughs> some fan that slid down the uh, the tarp and then ran on the track onto the finish. <laughs> that was great. Oh yeah, that was probably awesome.
3: regretted that afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I guess he he went by the tunnel where all the mechanics and riders were, and they all started applauding. I heard so. Um,
3: I don't think security from the pictures I saw were applauding. applauding
0: no, much. no, I don't think New York's finest or New Jersey's finest was 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 applauding. Um, Have you
3: seen uh, Blair's video of no, him
0: no. cuffed
2: and stuff down in the tunnel? No. Oh yeah, Blair got him shirtless, <laughs> being handcuffed and or, or handcuffed and being escorted around. Yeah, and then even better, like ten minutes later, he comes back out of like where they were holding him. And we're like, oh, he's getting out? And he's like, no, here comes, like, the other five people in his family just staring a hole through him. (laughs) I'm going to assume the guy's name is either Vinny or Tommy or Joey. Yeah, for sure,
0: 100%. JT, you you didn't even stick around for the maids. That's incredible. You were gone. I I can't believe it. Just, I'm out of (laughs) here.
3: Well, so this is kind of how it went. Um, We we were there, and then I saw the weather come in, and basically I had two options. It was either – stay for the whole duration. You're just, I was just going to be there until whenever this race was run. Like that, that was one, that was option a option B was, I saw people starting to go and there was a, a coworker that I have that was like, I would really like to go to the hotel if I could get a ride. Not, you know, there were only like two cars, two or three right. cars and n- none of them were able to leave other than I was. So I'm like, eh, I can, I can understand your case. And also, like, I'm all right with that. Like, I don't have any any responsibilities left for today here. So, yeah, <laughs> might as
0: well go. So I left. Um, Parabinos is like, hey, man, P.F. Chang's closes at 11. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, for real? Yeah, he was dialing in P.F. Chang's by his hotel, and he had to go, too. <laughs> I was just. Oh my I was like, what is going on here?
2: This is the most dedicated, most into this sport people I've ever met in my life, and you guys left.
3: <laughs> I mean I still watch the race weed, yeah. But I also have been at every race all season as well. So yeah. I went and watched it from a mile away. Yep. Wow. <laughs> instead, instead of sitting instead of sitting in an enclosed box watching it, I watched it from T V from a mile away. So that makes me less dedicated, okay good
2: with that no i'm not i'm, I'm not questioning the, de- the dedication is what makes it crazy that you guys left
3: well i didn't I honestly didn't know if it was going to be like they're going to be racing at midnight yeah or it was gonna be an hour and i didn't really feel like sitting sitting there for three hours while they sorted it out so had i known it was going to be a shorter i probably would have waited but it did not look that way at the time like it looked like it was gonna be pretty bad for a while and then i have watched several ncaa football games where it just it's just this ongoing thing forever because there's lightning in the area and then oh we got another lightning strike it's another half an hour oh there was one over there we got another half an hour it just turns into this never ending wait yeah and I I wasn't really up for that
0: at like ten to ten there was a felled guy up in the press box and he was on the phone and uh Mitchy a uh, guy at Racer X Mitchy heard him say ten twenty five it's a go so we were like we kind of knew at ten to ten where or what it would be so um yeah, yeah. but. Um yeah, it really was kind of uncertain. So my uh, final
2: bit. question during this delay is uh Steve, were you holding court?
0: No, no, I was never not holding court. Never holding court. JT, you think he was Just... holding
3: court in the press box for 90 minutes? Always oh, does.
0: Yeah. Undoubtedly yeah. He was holding court. Okay. Had to be. Why right. would
3: why would this situation be any other any it, different than well, any other situation throughout the season?
0: My one seatmate left for PF Chang's. Mitchy wasn't sitting uh on the same level as me and it was uh Ryan Holiday from Team Green, me and Lewis Phillips.
2: What about so, Phil? I heard Phil was up there.
0: Uh, Phil was up there for the mains, yeah. Okay, But not during the delay.
2: Oh, you didn't have Phil for the 90 minutes?
0: I don't think so. I don't think oh, he was there for I the, the thing. I heard Phil
2: and uh, Marshall Welton came up at one point.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were both up there. And and, and I, I was like, Marsh, are you happy you didn't make it? You're probably happy you didn't make it. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, anything can happen out there. I could, maybe I could podium or something, he said. So I'm like, that's ah, yeah. probably, probably not a bad point. Um, Max he can win. Yeah, well, having said that, like, sweet Jesus, Anstey and Barsha winning the mud main events. I mean, yeah, let's just let's just call it, like, it, yeah. it, they played out exactly how they should play out on paper, which they don't always play out that way, but on this yeah. side, it's like, who would you pick? I probably would have went Roxon or Barsha, or I would have went Max Anstey. That's exactly it. Like, when, mm-hmm. when Anstey got the start in the 250s, I, I turned to Lewis, because Lewis is obviously Max Anstey's number one fan. I'm like... Of course he's gone, right? And Lewis is like, yeah, he's gone. I'm like, yeah, shit. Why? Did- <laughs> he's gone. He's like that's it. But I mean, Jet made it super close. But uh, yeah, like uh, crazy. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of Eli Tomac. I want to get into that because look, it's a mutter, and you know I, we can talk a little bit about it. But it, it was a mutter. It was a disaster, and and, and things happened. But Tomac crashing. Uh, JT, that was so weird. I, th- I thought it was a Charlie horse early on, the way he was walking. So I was thinking it wasn't serious. Like, I- I'm being real here. I- I'm not that I'm a doctor, but I'm like, ah, that looks like a Charlie horse. Um, so I was like, ah, he'll be all right. But how weird was that, JT? He's probably cruising at like 60%. You know what I mean? Hand blows off. And dude, I'll, I it was a big one.
3: Yeah. I was worried about several things. Um, I mean, kind of like landed on his head. So I was worried, you know, like maybe Mm -hmm. he wouldn't be able to race because of that. And then obviously the limp was a thing. So I didn't know where to go with that either. Uh, and just everybody, I think to a person was like, he doesn't have to be seriously injured. If he just can't race today, everything changes like really quickly. Uh, so yeah, thankfully for him, he was able to figure it out. You know, once I saw him grab the whole shot on the fake start mm-hmm. in the final session, and even though his time wasn't great, I was like, ah, he's fine. Like, he's not going to lose the championship tonight, which is what I, I genuinely thought was a, a real concern uh, there for about three minutes.
0: It's so, Oh, go ahead.
3: No, no, I, yeah, I, I think he dodged a bullet there. Um, it could have been a lot worse. But, yes. Yeah, to your point, what a very, very strange crash from a person who seemingly never does that.
0: It just goes to show you, I think, Weige, and I said this when I was holding court in the press box. I mean when I was just talking in the press box. Um, you just never know. Like supercross is dangerous. Like anything can happen. Like we you know, we 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 give these races to guys and we give the titles to guys that we're like, Well, this guy's gonna do this, and ninety percent of the time that's what happens. And then you forget. you remember Supercross is really dangerous. You know Well, especially yeah. with like
3: Tomac. Like I yeah. just that's not a Tomac type thing. And and you could say the same thing about Webb. Had Webb done the same thing? I would be saying the same thing. Those guys don't do silly things like that. So it was very out of character. I'm sure he was just as surprised as we were, Mm. and probably wondering what the hell that was. Uh, But yeah, I heard, I think it was either Daniel or Ricky say, you know, it looked like his forks bottomed and just caught him off guard and his hand blew off. Whether that happened or not, Mm. um, that was what someone I heard kind of explained it away as.
2: Yeah, this is
3: why I hate subscribing to
2: the, you know, if this guy wins five in a row, the other guy will just finish second five times in a row. And I'm like, it's it's motorsports. I mean, not long after that, uh, look what happened to Adam Ciencerullo, which was not his fault. Like, yeah. any if Webb or Tomac is where Ciencerullo is at that moment, they're also going over the bars. And then you just, even though Tomac leaves here with a, now a pretty decent points lead, like 11 points with three races left, looks a whole lot better than five with four races left. At the same time, I take the weekend as more of a reminder of, man, you can't count on anything. Not 11 points, three rounds. You just never know. I mean, what happened to Adam is could happen to anybody, anytime. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will say I'll make a little sense out of the crash. So me and Tommy Tenders are down there talking about Yankees tickets, not looking at the track because it's the first lap of practice. Yes. and We don't expect anything to happen. And then Tomac crashes 10 feet in front of us. And Tommy is just beside himself that he wasn't videoing this. Um And we're like, that's so crazy. How did that happen? That's so crazy. I don't understand. We didn't expect this. But then one man just comes cruising down the tunnel. A man that used to run the number 31. He's from the state of New Jersey. Mm. Long time Suzuki rider. Yeah. His son is now competing. He's a mechanic now. One Barry Carson comes down and he's like, You see that TOMAC crash? And we're like, Yeah, it's crazy. We didn't see it coming. And he's like, yeah, but there's a really big G out in that jump. Let me go show you. So then Barry takes us over.
0: Oh, bear dog.
2: Bear dog. Expert on Jersey soil.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, I don't really necessarily buy that That was such a gnarly G. Like, this is Eli Tomac. Like, that's your point, JT. Like, you can give it anything in the world and he can handle it. It's still bizarre. But I did get Barry's perspective, which was great.
0: it was, uh, yeah. So a- Aaron Plessinger crashes out, and AC crashes out, uh, and then uh, Eli has that one also. So yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a weird night. Speaking of yeah. bear, bear Dog, we're on track walk, and I don't, myself, and Jay Dungy, and Seth, and AP, and I don't know somebody else was there, and we're just talking about Jersey and Barrys comes up, and I, I, I'm like, how much money do you think Barrys won from Contingency? Like, and we're all laughing, and we're like, he's clean Suzuki out, and blah blah blah, <laughs> and then like. Barry just walks up like, like, just like Jesus out of nowhere. He just walks up, just appears. In you, guys front of him. you were yes. talking
3: about him. Yeah. There's There's no manifest-ed him.
0: Yeah. I, I exa- like, I don't even, like, I'm just like, oh, we were just talking about you and how you clean Suzuki out of money. And, <laughs> and, and he's like, I earned that money. Or I said something about giving him money. And he's like, I earned all that money. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, but it was so weird that Barry just appeared, like, just out of the mist.
2: That's that's the way it was for us. Like yeah. we were dumbfounded that Tony much crashed. We're like, how could this happen? And then we turn to our right, and there's Barry saying, "I'll
0: show you how it happens." Yeah, yeah. Barry just—he like he's like Field of Dreams. He's just everywhere in that stadium. He's just—he's <laughs> just around. He's just. It's Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Why the way we is it, is it East Rutherford? Is it Jersey? Is it New York? Like I just called it New York and all my stuff. Like screw it. They want Feld wanted to be called New York.
2: Well, you say they wanted to, and then I showed you a bunch of screenshots of them calling well, it East Rutherford, and you did not respond to that. You're like, Feld wants it to be called New York so bad. And I'm like, here's a press release where they say East Rutherford. Yeah,
0: yeah, life. yeah. But they want it to be called New York. They ought to call it East Rutherford. But they Well, wa-
2: I, I mean, can you really say they? I mean, the NFL teams are literally called New York. Like, this is not a Feld thing.
0: Yeah, no, it's that's just- why. That's why I'm saying that. Like, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's always been tough, and I'm from New Jersey, so I should be biased. We've talked about this in this pod before. I know people from New Jersey that claim the Statue of Liberty and all these things are actually New Jersey. It should be called the Jersey Giants and the Jersey Jets. Whatever, dude. The whole reason all this stuff is there is because of New York City. You're kidding yourself if you think otherwise.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, So, yeah, Barsha wins. Good job. Um, I ran into Sexton in the parking lot. uh, Not happy about that move. I... Honestly, I mean, you know, I which get which one—the first one or the second one? the 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 first one, the one to put him down. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. first one was—I mean, fine. He just blocked him, right? Um,
3: well, I think they're—it's a pattern. Like he's gone. He, how many times is he going to do something to Sexton this year?
0: I understand Sexton being upset, but I'm just like, ah, ah. He didn't mean to take your front wheel out. It worked perfectly, but you know what I mean. He wasn't like he was guiding his front wheel and being like, "Oh, watch this." What you know? He just yeah. slid in there, you know, and, and Chase went down like it. I understand Chase being pissed, but at the same time, I'm like, ah. I, don't oh, know. I
3: would just be like, okay, like you do this, then you apologize, then you do it more, then you apologize again, then you tell everybody you're clean, then you do it some more. Like one, you should know it's Barsha, and it doesn't matter what comes out of his mouth. It doesn't matter, like the signaling he does or whatever. It's still Justin Barsha, so expect moves that are questionable at best. Like I'm not saying this was super dirty or anything. I'm just saying expect him to push push the line that's it so the first one i was like all right well yep yeah. you had no intention of going over the obstacle you were literally going at sexton right to stop him whatever like you and then the second one i'm like well yep that's barsha again so this is not this is nowhere near the worst of justin barsha i've seen but also when you are coming out in press conferences talking about how clean you've been probably not great either and if i'm sexton I, if I would have got an opportunity in that race, I would have teed him up. No questions asked. I would have teed him up. Um, just be, just a culmination of like, okay, dude, like it's, this has been going on since like San Diego. I've, I've had enough here. Weed? Yeah, if you're Barsha and you've been riding awesome lately and feel like,
2: man, I can get a win, I can get a win, and then it's raining also, which you're great at, yeah, you know his eyes are probably like saucers, right? So. Yeah, you kind of have to expect it. I mean, I would also, Sexton has an outside shot at the title, and this makes it much worse, so I can see why he's pissed. It is worth noting that uh, Barsha did the exact same move to Roxton, but Kenny was able to stay up. I don't know if that's just Kenny was 10% more aware and got in the breaks earlier, or if it was just the pass wasn't exactly the same. Same corner, same situation. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I could see why Barsha would go for it, and I would see why Sexton would be pissed.
0: Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, the it's it makes it's it's a super cross pass and it went wrong, but yeah. there was an opening there and he you know he made it happen. Yeah. But yeah, if I'm Sexton, if you're
2: Sexton, you're yeah. going to the line. Sexton basically was first going into turn one, right?
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You're Sexton. Oh, all the way down, down all the week is, away. Yeah. Well, no, what I'm saying is, if you're Sexton all week, everybody's like, "Hey, man, you're still in this title," and then you see Eli go down in practice, and then it's a mud race, and you get the whole shot, which is the greatest thing ever in a mud race. For about 30 seconds, Sexton might be like, oh, my God, what if I win and those guys both struggle? I'm in, it. and then do you have that level of expectation and then to be on the ground a few seconds later? Of course the guy's going to be mad.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, Barsha, Barsha's been good lately, as we've talked about over and over, and he gets a win for the team. Uh, that's awesome for that team, and, and his first win since the Houston opener, right, two year and a half ago, right? Um so yeah. yeah, yeah, good job, good job for Barsha, and, and again, winning jersey, winning jersey in the mud, that all plays right into what everyone would think. Um, Tomac gets second, uh, gritty ride, like we said, talked about, and uh, gets Ken late in the race for second. Uh, that that I think that I think you're right, JT. I think the you know it was huge for the title and uh, huge for Eli. Um, Coop was never Coop, Coop never felt comfortable all day, and once the mud came, you know, it's kind of a flip of a coin. But I, I don't if it' if it stays dry, JT. I don't know if Coop gives him a run like he didn't look good all day. We had heard he was kind of struggling a bit. like it wasn't his gonna be his night even if it stayed dry, I don't think I think Eli was gonna put points on him.
3: Definitely could have been uh, you know it's it's really hard to say because the the situation would have been so much different. Uh, it's not like Eli was riding incredibly well in that time qualifying session either when he came back out like he got it done, qualified okay but I don't think he was anywhere near 100%. So yeah, to me if you if your web you'll take a dry opportunity to try to put points on a guy who is vulnerable whether he was able to go or not he's still vulnerable in my opinion like he was in defense mode for for the rest of the day for me like it's just we got to get some points don't blow it here you know that the whole mindset changes from okay let's win the race let's extend the points lead to okay like, salvage what we can today. We're beat up. We just crashed. Like, can you even race? Like, you're just the whole outlook changes. And then I think when the rain came, it changed yet again and not in a positive way for Webb.
0: Yeah, fifth place for Webb. Uh, Weed, were you surprised that Roxon couldn't hold on to it? Had a pretty big lead at one point.
2: Yeah, uh, he explained quite a bit after the race. Um, you know, he was jumping a lot of stuff that Barsha wasn't willing to jump early. You know, and then the track was getting a little worse. And he actually pointed to... I didn't see it, but did you guys see Kenny Case, the finish?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. God, yeah. Oh, it. Uh, dude, it was huge. It was so yeah. bad. I a surprise he lived.
2: Yeah, he said that was maybe the worst case he's ever had. He thought <laughs> he was going to blow his arms off the bars. And then he said, actually, the worst part was that it smashed... All He got whiplash so bad that it, all the sweat got, went to the inside of his goggle lens. Then he had to toss the goggles. He had to toss the goggles, not because of the mud, but because of that.
0: Oh, then he's riding the goggles.
2: Yeah. Then when he went down, he crashed in the whoops when Tomac was going by. Um, and he could not avoid, he could not avoid saying it that he had only one concern. Keep the bike
3: running. And I think we know
0: why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. but then his grip was
2: covered in mud because he was really only concerned with the clutch side and he dropped the other bar. uh, He dropped the, uh, the right side bar in the mud, which he wasn't concerned with. It was more like just fricking hold on to the left, keep the clutch. in. So then his gloves and throttle were covered. So yeah, I mean, it's just a mud race. Yeah. You know, it takes one incident to go from the best rider to struggling.
0: The, uh, he was tripling onto that table, which was gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was pretty nuts. And then, yeah, that case was huge. A left side of the finish. He kind of got squirrely before it. And I guess he just was like, screw it. I'm going to go for it. And like, the moment he left the ramp, you're like, oh, no. Oh, like he never – it was no doubt that he was going to not make it. Um, There was no doubt he wasn't going to make it. He just absolutely faced it. Yeah, so I I could see that being quite a, uh, yeah. quite a turning point of the race. <laughs> uh, Web- I was going to say,
2: though, are we at the point technologically with these bikes where it is impossible to have a race where they can't jump jumps? Like, this is about as much rain as you're going to get, and dudes were just jumping, I mean – Yeah. Are the roll races of mud racing past? Is it just done? It'll never happen again?
0: No, I think what like you know, if Daytona gets muddy again because it's got grass, right, it's gonna end up really bad. Or I you know, the there's no doubt that the track guys are smarter than they were years ago with tarping. We've we've covered this on the pod. With looking at the weather ahead of time, with knowing how to pull the tarps off, with sealing the track, all of that stuff. Like they're better. There's no doubt. They're they're better than they used to be. We used to have also, uh, I feel like we used to have such a, a more variety of dirt. Um, you know, Atlanta was this way, Indy was this way, and and now we're we're more predictable with our dirt all the time. The storage maybe is better, or the storage factors, or whatever. Like I, I think that that all comes into play when it comes to a mudder, right? This was a hard base, so I don't know if this was ever yeah. going to to get that bad. But I mean, yeah, the two fifty guys, JT, you you're the uh, you're the big racer here on the line. Um, Sitting on the line for the two of these, no parade lap, and you're the first lap, and you're just like, "Well, I guess I'll triple," <laughs> like, right? Kind of nutty, yeah, yeah.
3: You know those, those early laps, you know the track's going to be pretty good because the, the track is really hard, right? Like it's it's not soft. There's no like real moisture or dirt to sink into. So, are you saying so you it's not? Expect-
0: are you saying it's not that gnarly then?
3: No, no. Well, the first lap is going to be the best. It's going to be. The first maybe two or three laps because nothing has worked into the dirt yet. It's just basically water sitting on top, right? And if if you get a good run coming out of the corner, it's not going to be deep. It's going to be a little slippery, but it's the best condition that you're going to see it. So you you really have to try to push hard on the first couple of laps, which you saw Ansty and some of these guys doing. Mm-hmm. Get all the jumps and build a huge gap because about halfway – the work, the water's going to get worked in the dirt. It's going to get softer, ruddier, and really slow down. So, uh, those guys with a lot of rain and mud experience, like Max, knew like first lap. If I get a start, I am sending it because the track's going to be really good. Like it's going to be reasonable until 22. By hit it, you know, let's yeah. say three or four times each, and then it's going to really change to the worst. And you saw the lap times come down. You saw them go from jumping everything, putting combinations together, to rolling through sections, and that's just. You know, the track's degrading. So, to your point, yes, it is sketchy, but you also know if you've done that a few times, like, you kind of can get away with that in the early laps. The track's going to be pretty reasonable.
0: Oh, see, Colin Park was in the uh, post-race thing, and Colin was like, yeah, man, I I didn't really know. I I, I was out. I didn't know when I could hit the first lap. I didn't know what was going to go on. No parade lap. I didn't know how the track was. I didn't walk it, you know what I mean, or anything like that. So, that's where I was kind of coming from.
3: Biggest rule of thumb there is, stay away from like ruts because they're going to be full of water, and then in the sections that aren't ruts, you're, it's going to be really hard. Like the water not sitting on top of it; it's run off, so it's not going to be anything other than a little bit icy. So that you saw Max, like he was really aggressive early for that that reason.
0: Um, I mean, I, I okay, so, so we covered the top five guys. You know, uh, they lapped up to fifth, I believe. I think the coop get lapped? I think coop got lapped. Let me look. Here. Yeah,
2: I think he did. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I want to say it's one of those things you can't, if you folks just watch it on TV, you know, you never really get a look at the gaps if riders are far apart. I mean, Eli, did Eli actually pass Coop or just started with him?
0: Yeah, just four guys. Four guys were on the lead lap.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was startling how much, I mean, Tomi earned it. Like, he pulled, I, I can't remember if he passed Coop or not, or just started in front of him and pulled away massively. Um Sexton got up and was in fourth. I'm like, oh, I wonder if Sexton will make a run, especially because Tomac had been hurt earlier in the day. But he put a ton of distance on those guys, made up a ton of ground, and then passed Kenny. And I think even closed down on Barsha a little bit. Like he rode awesome. He he put literally a lap on Web. And I know it's a mud race, so it's a little different, but still, if you put a lap on your title rival with four races to go, that's that's very good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh so yeah, Coop gets lap, top four stay on the on the lead lap. Shane McElrath, sixth. Kevin Moran, seventh. I mean, I, I I don't know, guys. So, yeah, just stop me if, uh, you know. That's cool. Uh, Freddy, Fr- Freddy was sixth yeah. forever. Yeah. Somehow, sketchy Fred was <laughs> holding it all together. <laughs> he was sixth for a long time until three laps to go, and then he dumped it. and He ended up, he ended up 11th. But uh, Dino was up there and fell. Uh, Benny, Benny. Benny
3: was fourth for a while. Yeah,
0: Benny, Benny was fourth in the very beginning. Absolutely. Um
2: he can... Dude, Benny was fourth and went into the pits for goggles for yes. running fourth.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll be talking about that on my steak dinner this Friday night. Which, JT, you oh, are okay. invited to, JT. You are invited. I
3: appreciate that. I yep. will not be able to make it, but I do appreciate okay. the invite.
0: All right. Weed, you're in?
2: Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is
0: kind of bullshit. You're going to
2: bet with Benny's dad, and I get a steak dinner out
0: of it. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff is like, bring bring Wygan. And I'm like, well, it. he's not going to pay for that. I got him. I got him. Ah, yeah.
2: Love Jeff. <laughs> Love Benny. Benny's a great guy. Yeah, we got it.
0: Benny's just absolutely phenomenal, Ryder. <laughs> We've um,
2: never said anything bad about
0: Benny on this show. <laughs> no, never, never. Uh, never. Great job for Moranzo, for sure. Absolutely. And Benny yep. and Josh Justin Hill. Hey, Justin Hill in practice. Dude, the guy was third. What was he overall? What did he end up overall? I, I, he was flying, and he was doing... So he got fourth overall in qualifying in the one practice. He was third. He was just laying down 48s after 48s. Like I think he had three or four, uh, 48s in, in one session. He was just on it. Just Justin Hill. Wow. Yeah. And
2: remember, he was riding really well in Atlanta. Also. I talked to him Friday press day. Steve, you talked to him.
0: I haven't talked to him. No, no he, okay. he, a, a few weeks back, I was on track walk with, um, uh, holiday Ryan holiday again. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I'm a big futures guy. Right. So, um, We were talking futures, and Justin walked right up to us, never looked at me, never acknowledged me, had a good conversation with Ryan Holiday and kept walking. I'm like, okay.
2: (laughs) Oh, he talked to Holiday when you were standing right there.
0: Yes, yes, Ah, yes. Well played. And I'm like, oh, okay, there we go.
2: Well played.
0: It doesn't matter. It's fine.
2: Uh, Yeah, so that was at Glendale. You made it to the very first jump on the track of track walk, and that's as far as you made it.
0: Wow, the first jump from the from the rider, yeah, from, from the where you walk down the tunnel. Not even yes. this. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, the closest to the start of the track walk, like the very first yeah. speck of dirt on the track. That's as far as you make. it. That's
0: it. That's it. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah.
2: Anyway, Hill was riding well last week and crashed in Atlanta, um, but I talked to him on Friday. Obviously, his whole goal this year is pretty much just, you know, do the laps, jump the jumps. You know, he hasn't raced in two years. Uh, but he started hanging it out a little more in Atlanta. He's like, I probably got ahead of myself. You know, I was trying to go after those guys. But I think you're starting to see like 2.0 of his comeback now. Like, yeah. first it was about just doing 20-minute mains, not crashing, get top 10. And now I think he wants more.
0: Dakota Tedder, team manager of the year. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Ted, Ted Tedder, team owner of the year. I don't know. I, will the Hills Brothers success get Ted Tedder to pop for a new rap on his motorhome? <laughs> do we think you still have the same thing? Yeah, yeah. We still have all the family on there. We have the wrong people listed and everything for riders. <laughs> okay. Do we? Do we? Do we think? JT, I
3: don't know, man. Uh, times are hard. Maybe entering a recession here. So.
0: <laughs> well, the, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm joking, but I'm giving props to both Hill brothers, and and we've done that yeah, a bunch, and, really and they're riding really well. And Justin qualified third or fourth, sorry, and he was. Literally third the whole session this one time, and he was crushing it. And he wasn't, it wasn't like one good lap. He was just putting 48s after 48s on the board. Um, so, yeah.
2: And in the main, I don't know if you saw this, like he's, you know, I don't think Justin Hill was necessarily known for the effort level in the past, mm-hmm. but now, dude, he got to Freddie on the last lap. Um, the race is over. Like is taking the yeah. checkered flag, he's already celebrating. And everybody else, I'm sure, is in complete salvage mode, like, just get me out of my yeah, misery. And then I hear two bikes, like, pinned. And I'm like, what psycho is still racing the last time?" I'm like, oh, Hill and Freddie are battling, and I look, it's for ninth place. So this is big for both of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, down to the wire. And uh, Hill got him. And oh. I think Freddie actually got knocked down, and that's why Freddie lost his spot. But... Oh, I like,
3: really like Tampa. Who were, were we talking
2: about there? Justin Hill
3: and Dino. And Dino
0: and uh, Justin plowing into Dean in the last turn in Tampa where Dean was like, You can just have it, dude. It was for twelve.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Dean Dean, like, yes. just... so yeah. I mean it wasn't a takeout, but I was right. just it was it's we talk about this in the show all the time, right? There are Dean's battling like their lives are on the line in a position that nobody is watching and nobody's paying attention. Right. And it's a mud race. Well and they are going at it.
0: That's why. Oh, I, that's right. why I. I tell. I like you have to be at the races. I. I you know this is why you have to be at the races. I, now again, I've missed a lot. I've missed well, not a lot, mm-hmm. but I've missed. You know, uh, four races this year, five races a year. I'm, I'm not. I'm not being a hypocrite here, but this is the stuff you see when you go to races. Uh, these are the yep. things where you see the effort level and you see the guys digging deep, and you're like, shit, man. You know, people that don't notice this kind of stuff, but yeah. someone, someone needs to check the hills, bore and stroke because this is <laughs> phenomenal.
3: <laughs> I mean, the the signs were there.
0: Ted Tedder told us he years did. ago he did
3: that this was the secret.
0: And did you hear about the Hill brothers in uh, their Mini Cooper incident? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, on Friday, I guess they were. I guess the team has a Mini Cooper in their truck or their rig or something for a team vehicle. Okay. Uh, they so. were in New York City, and I guess they were stopped at a light, and apparently they got boxed in, and then these dudes came out and just started beating on their car with uh, crowbars and breaking out all the windows trying to either kill them steal things from them or steal the car or something. And they got away and they got into some some sort of high-speed pursuit in Manhattan with these people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. uh, Dino 10th, Freddie 11th, Jason Anderson, never a mud specialist at all. But uh, he, uh, yeah. You know, he hasn't led a lap this year. I was just looking at the stats. He hasn't led one lap all year long. Uh, mm.
2: Well, Steve, I don't want to get started on a rant, mm. but he's actually won a couple of triple crown races, mm. so surely he has lead laps. Mm. That's funny.
0: Mm. There we go.
2: So the stats say zero, huh? Zero.
0: Yep. Mm. And I didn't even think so of that, and I did not have this. They just don't keep track of those I things? swear to God, I didn't have this preloaded. I had no, there was no ill intention here, but <laughs> I feel something building inside. I feel... Let's just move... Let's just go on. But can can you believe it? Can you believe it? Like, can you believe it? Jason Anderson was on the line with everyone else, and he won, and there is just no record. Hey, Anderson, go F yourself. Ah. Unbelievable. AMA. All right. Um... So Anderson, yeah, does Anderson,
3: does Anderson win a race?
0: Well, I, I mean no. no. Okay. No.
3: I, I'm on record as saying his best shot are the last two. Right. I I I mean obviously the, the odds are getting worse and worse, we know that. But I have looked at these rounds and the last two are his best shot. Dirt, uh altitude, even though he used to have the altitude sickness thing, I don't believe that's a thing anymore. Um so yeah, we'll see. I I have do though it's it's not looking very good.
0: Uh yeah yeah uh I agree um the last round, Tomac's protecting the lead, Webb's G Gaff, and it's altitude and hard pack, and Jason Anderson takes off with a win. Right. That's, yeah I, that, yeah I, that's a prime. Uh, I'm just looking at
3: the I'm looking at the way the tracks shape up, what his strength set and skill set is, Tomac. Maybe on cruise control, maybe not, right? But typically, yep, yep, these guys yep. don't ride their best race in title mode. Um, so I just think there's opportunity there. I, it doesn't mean he's going to win, does I'm just saying there, there is a, yeah. a star alignment no, the, the, that could work yep, out at one no, of the last
0: two. I totally agree, Weege, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good lineup. Yeah, put those circumstances you together, put
0: everything together, and then and, and there we go. Because he's kind of got his altitude thing fixed, right?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah and I think. Like, he rides at Altitude all the time in New Mexico, and that dirt and just all those things. That's you know, if you look at Arlington; it was super slippery. How good he was there! Um, he's he can't make mistakes. He can't be exhausted from having a baby. He can't, you know, like all these things. Ha- you have to remove all those to win. Yeah, but I still think there's a there's a shot. Uh,
0: yeah, I I think um I think you're right, and I think that could happen. And also, him not doing well in this weekend was highly predictable for sure. Um. Okay, uh, Chiz, uh, 13th. Chiz was mad after the race because he was way higher and his bike was steaming and he needed goggles and he really felt like he could have got a top 10 pretty easily, but he had some issues. He was not happy after the race. Chiz is normally a very happy-go-lucky gentleman. Not so much. I feel like that's kind of
3: everybody at a race like this, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you went down the line and asked people, like, How'd it go? They're not going to be like, well, you know, everything went pretty well. Yeah. Didn't I have any problems? Yeah. You know, like, maybe Barsha, but everybody else, like, something was going on. They couldn't see. Like, Roxanne's eye looked like he got punched. Yeah. You know, it was so red. Like, everybody was having their own unique issues. So I I understand what Shiz is saying, but I don't think he was the only one having problems.
0: Barsha would be like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Starling 14th. Harlan. Fifty. Uh, Colt Nichols, also predictable not to do well this race. Uh, Chase Marquette. Cade was up there. I had Cade in fantasy. I was He was up there and then dropped back. Tristan Lane made his first main event of the year. Jeremy Hand, who is on a 450, not on a 250. Hashtag never change AMA. Uh, I might have looked at Jeremy Hand for fantasy, but I got scared seeing he was on a 250F. But he was actually on a 450. So great job, AMA. Again, uh, Simonson, first main event. So... Yeah, good job, guys. You know?
2: I want to ask a question about Hand. Um, you interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, so you could even – you got his number. You could probably check with him. He raised his 250 East, right?
0: Yeah, those are a few guys that just jumped up, right? Yeah, so it just a
2: preemptive, like, look, it's a showdown. Yeah. My chances of making the main are not good. Yes. I'll just make some money in a 450. And I'm looking through. I believe this is his first 450 main ever. So that was a shrewd move. That was seriously one of the smartest moves of the weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have known he was on a 450 AMA. Okay. Uh, I'm just
2: saying, like, that's to be like my odds of making the showdown right. are not great, which that takes – got to put your ego aside to say that. And, I mean, obviously making a 450 main is no joke either. The fact that it all worked out. Good job, young man.
0: Also, Simonson needs a haircut. It's a lot. It's a lot. It, it, it's, it, a lot. It, 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 it's a lot going on. Um but that PRMX team, uh, three guys in the main event, Marquette, Cade, and Simonson. So good job to those guys. That's good. Um, okay. All right. Anything else? Partzilla.
2: Partzilla PRMX. Just help those guys out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not so happy with the announcing crew right now.
2: Are they not saying Partzilla?
0: They're not saying anything. Those guys oh. in the booth aren't saying a word about these dudes. And th- these guys are like, uh, we are a team. Okay. We have riders. Yeah. Cade's in the main yeah. most weekends. And there's not a lot going on. so.
2: Yes. Truly designed Red Bull Gas Gaskets said 15 times per weekend.
0: It's just – I just – you got to – you these guys got to be better at that because we need guys like Julian, the owner of PRMX, to stay in the sport and be happy and be stoked and get some recognition. It's the same thing I said when Ralph and Jeff were not mentioning Jimmy Albertson's team when he was beating Dungeon and LCQ, right? Like – you yeah. you gotta yeah. you gotta give everyone the, the the light you gotta you gotta shine the light on them when they, when you have a chance and, and, and so i
3: i've I talked to these guys about this specific subject mm-hmm. and they know it they know they're not good at this part um because it's not their wheelhouse right they didn't spend a lot of time with these guys or and don't now nor did they ever mm-hmm and they and they just don't have the knowledge base. To your point, yes, there are ways to fix that. Go learn. Go talk to people. That's the answer to what you're saying, and I, I know you would agree with that. Um, but they, they are aware that this is a, a weak point in the game. It's just these lesser-known guys when they pop up and get a really good start, like knowing something about them, having yeah. some context, who they ride for. Uh, that Well, that is – it is definitely a thing. I agree with you, but they are also aware of this too.
0: Clinton's in there. Clinton's sending them notes. He knows, or you would think right, he would Yeah.
3: I'm more saying they are so much more comfortable talking about rocks Roxanne or That's than this. Um, but, but it's not like they're, if you brought this up to them, they, would be, they wouldn't be like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like they know, yeah. they know but, that this is a, a, a hole for them that yeah, to your point should be filled and, and it can be fixed. They're just not super comfortable with it. Cause I think they're scared to say the wrong thing. They yeah. don't know the teams like the back of their hand. They don't know this stuff. And, and in that moment, we you probably could relate to this in that moment. If you're not sure, you yeah. probably don't say it. Well, that's you know where I mean? Clinton so, comes
0: in. That's where Clinton comes in. He, he knows. He's he's the he's doing the research off camera, right? So well, yeah, he's he said, it, but
3: it's stats. it's got to yeah, it's got to yeah. happen fast. Like it's not like somebody go do the research on this. Like it's
0: well, I don't know.
3: This is all happening in the moment, right? And I think it, my honest opinion, right? It, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying my opinion is they don't they're not really comfortable with the context or the or the subject matter so much. So it's almost like they just. Shy away from it because they don't want to say the wrong thing mm. or get the team wrong or the name wrong or
0: whatever. I, I I just I mean look Lee can literally read off the sheet. Lee Lee can read the sheet, the sponsors on the sheet. Yeah, and, and that I'm not and that would be Lee so much. I'm as, talking about. Well, I know, but that's the bare minimum yeah. that they they're not even doing Understood. the bare minimum. Understood, right?
3: I'm talking about Ricky and James yes. giving I get insight it. into them riding more than anything. No,
0: I get it. That that's fine. Uh, that's understandable. I mean, us three on the phone can tell you. Thirteen things about Cade and Simonson and Marquette, right? Um, but yeah. I, I, I get it, but I, I don't know. Um, and they,
3: they know this. My just, only point was that they know this, and they—I think they want to get better at it. And they, yeah, to their to their point, you know, your point, they probably yeah, should.
0: Just, just, or just uh, again, just read the sponsors off the sheet. So that's it.
3: Yeah, that's fair. That's not. That's not. Yeah. that's not an unfair ask.
0: Which is not a Ricky thing. That's a Lee thing. Uh, you know. Um, well, it
3: could be Ricky too. Wait, Ricky can do that. Right. Yeah. They all have the, right. the stat sheet and I oh. just
0: if I'm Julian and I'm j ju- I'm a little bit WTF, which I know he is. So um all right, that's it. Uh I can rant about the triple count if you guys want stats if you want. But um All right, anything else? Four fifty wise? New York, New Jersey, East Rutherford.
3: So it's eleven now, and what to Sexton?
0: Uh it's seventeen.
3: was no, still seventeen.
0: Sorry, no, twenty two. Wait. Wait. No,
3: 21?
0: 22.
2: 22. Oh, it's right back where it was.
0: Sorry. All right. Sorry. It's 21.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, four points between second
3: and fourth.
0: I I like Eli Tomek to win this. I've been saying that all year long, and I've never wavered, ever.
3: Well, to me, the odds go up like a lot each week, right? I'm not even saying he has to gain points, but when it stays the same, the math would tell you that – yeah, it's just one more weekend, right? It, and all all you guys trying to do is keep the status quo here. Like he doesn't have to do anything, so you're you just get um, better odds and better odds and better odds.
0: So it is weird, like, and we're all we all like Coop, but the, and a lot of the industry is was predicting some you know uh, closer mentality from Coop coming in the last, and we haven't seen it. We have whether it was Atlanta, whether it's this weekend, haven't seen it. Now, obviously the mud, different story, but. Haven't seen in the in Quali when the track was dry or in, or you know anything, yeah. um, uh, any sort I, of closer I, mentality from Coop.
3: I get a really strong sense, and this is my opinion. I don't have direct information, so don't nobody read anything into this. I'm just giving my opinion on what I see body language, attitude. I really don't think he's happy with his motorcycle, like at all. Um, that's just what I sense from him.
0: Well, I he, think he, he made those forks though, he put those forks on. That was a big thing that he wanted, I'm, yeah.
3: I understand. I'm not. I'm not saying that was good or bad. Yeah. Uh, I just, when I look at him, he does not look happy to me. Right. And I think he's just struggling with the bike. That doesn't mean the bike's bad. Like some people love a bike that I hate. Like it, that. That happens all the time. Different people like different things about yeah. motorcycles. Shorty. I just don't think he's very happy with his motorcycle <laughs> right now.
0: Yeah, Shorty will fight you on the O nine Honda if you want to fight him. Well, whatever. Fight you.
3: I mean. Uh, And we always go back to that, but I'm saying, like, yeah, there have been bikes over the years where people have loved them, and then you talk about the same bike, and then they that person's like, what are you talking about? Like, that bike was awful, you know, like, well, just a part of it.
0: We're all, uh, we think Ouija's he's he's moving on is sort of what we're hearing.
2: I think he will, yes. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: We think think we're hearing
2: the same, too. Yeah. We're we're all hearing the same, and, um, so I mean, look, it pooped pretty hard on himself. You know, I think fans think the guy's cocky, but he also is super harsh on himself publicly. You know, and if he ends up winning two races this year, which is what he's got two wins right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, okay, we all think Cooper Webb is back. Like, this is way better than last year. But this is not quite 2021 level either. Uh, And whether that's him or the bike, I'm sure he'd be the first to admit, like, hey, I needed to win Indy. I didn't win it. I needed to win Seattle. I didn't win it. I needed to win Atlanta. I didn't win it. Like, there were races where he was ahead of Tomac. Races where Tomac was struggling. He made up points. Necessarily, he didn't win. And, you know, he won a whole lot more than two races in 2019 and 2021. So, yeah, that could be exactly what you're saying, JT, or whatever it is. He's back-ish.
0: He's back-ish, yeah.
2: <laughs> He's better than 2022, but 2021, Web, yeah, we're not seeing that either.
0: Yep. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I agree. It's been a little bit of a surprise that he hasn't sort of uh living up to what a lot of people in the pits thought it was and a little bit of his reputation of you know closing this deal up so um yeah. do you think do you
3: think there's anything to the kind of cyclicality of motorcycles and what i mean by that is that ktm that he won on in 2021 was like the end of a cycle and i yeah. think everybody that rode it loved it right and i'm talking mm-hmm. like from Benny Bloss to Baggett to Webb to Muscan to you just go down the list. Everybody's like, this bike is amazing. Like it's great. And you saw that playing out. And I don't know if that was just the end of a bunch of years in a row, of getting better and better and better. And now they're kind of on the front end of that. Like they're a year and a half into this platform. I, maybe in two or three years, it gets better. But to me, a lot of that, I don't necessarily think is Web. I, I just think the, the motorcycle is in a different place than it was then.
2: Probably fair to say. I mean, <laughs> Again, Cooper can be harsh on himself, but I'm, I'm gonna guess he probably doesn't disagree with you. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that's it for 450s for uh, New Jersey E for New York Supercross. Thank you, folks at Rentall and Maxis. I talked about them at the beginning of the show. Also, CoBA Links, code Poppa Max, made in Boise, Idaho. And it's a lowering suspension link for everything from a Pro to Yamaha. If you use that code, you get free shipping and a discount from Kobolinks.com. Uh, gain some more confidence and improve your suspension plushness and more uh, with a link. Again, lowering suspension links. So if you're shorter of stature, your wife or girlfriend rides, uh, they want to feel a little bit more confident on the bike, try a Kobolinks. And you can get those at Motorsport.com as well. Motorsport.com, uh, great guys down there. OEM and aftermarket parts. UTV stuff they got dirt bike stuff. they got e mountain bike stuff. If you're a street bike guy like JT, they also have that as well. So motorsport.com. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com to help us out. They have a great return policy. Free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. If you order online from another uh, aftermarket company, I don't know what you're doing. I just, I have no idea. You need to try motorsport. You'll be happy. Take all your business there. If there's any issues, use the contact form on pulpamex.com to help us out. Uh, or use the contact form to contact us, and we'll pass it on to Motorsport to uh, to help you guys out. So thank you to those guys. And as well, on uh, Onyx Maps.
2: Yeah, we're going to give you 20% off if you go to Onyx Maps. Give it a try. You can have a trial, but if you want to pay for it, and I say it's worth doing because it's a whole lot better than any other. If you're riding a dirt bike or a mountain bike or you're a hiker or you got an ATV or a UTV, a million reasons, uh, whatever hobby you have, this would be better. And uh, you can try it, and then if you want to pay for it, we'll give you twenty percent off. Type in Racer X, all lowercase, all one word, Racer X. Give you twenty percent off. But just go to the website onxmaps.com, and then they'll show you the difference between it and Google Maps. And in the backcountry where there's trails, it's a whole lot better. Or go to On X Off Road in the App Store and, and check out some samples there.
0: So Max Anstey wins his first uh, Supercross uh, in his comeback. He's had a nice season, uh, not as good as it started recently, but. Had a nice season, and then of course, he's, we saw him at Matterley. We've seen him at countless mud races, uh, Matterley, MXDN, uh, crush everybody, and that's exactly what he did. Although, Jet made it interesting, and, and, and Max is always so funny to talk to, right, in his post-race interviews, he was telling me that, you know, he was kind of cruising, really slow in the whoops in the last lap, and he was all of a sudden he heard this, hur, 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 and he's like, "Oh, that guy's going for it. Maybe that's a Lawrence." Uh, so I should pick, <laughs> I should pick it up. Um, and then he, you know, he greased that turn perfectly and uh, and took the win. Uh, but it was closer than what uh, we kind of thought it would be. Uh, he did lead every lap though. Uh, Jet got second. Um, the the highlight for me of this whole showdown is R.J. Hampshire's last turn attempt. That 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 is oh, just gosh. oh, that, I mean, he just he. he he hydroplanes. He loses the front end, and he just goes sliding into Hunter. Oh, it's great! Yeah, fantastic. In a jet. Oh, sorry, jet it goes into jet. Yes, yeah, it's fantastic. Good job, R.J. Uh, I was dying laughing.
3: As an R.J. Hampshire uh, fantasy team owner,
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, not a great move. Not, not happy with Most that. Not my no. favorite move. No, day. no. Um, also
3: for R.J.'s uh, checkbook.
0: Not a great move. Not a great move, but uh, he was going for it. That that might be RJ's career yeah, okay. summed up. Well, that's great. I mean,
3: <laughs> going going for it can have disastrous consequences. Oh. Basically, like hold my beer. You know, yeah, it doesn't Just always go to plan.
0: Unbelievable. Oh. Look, it's
3: RJ, guys. Come
0: on. <laughs> that's what he does. And RJ goes for it. Right. I mean, that's what he does. Right. But he really he's,
3: hasn't.
2: He's, that guy this year. He's been wildly no, been consistent. Good, I this mean. Year. mean Barshad would tell you he's not this guy this year. Just go ask Sexton. Like, this is what Steve says, right? Like, they they don't change their stripes.
0: Yeah, like, it lurks. It lurks deep inside them at all times. Yes. Yeah.
3: Um, right. It's like a dormant strain. I'll give you that. <laughs> it is. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, yeah. You good. can try the antibiotics. The germs will
2: figure it out. They will come back stronger. All it, it needs is case. some sort of stimulus. <laughs> and then there but we go.
0: Congrats to you. i say
2: for TV purposes. Oh, yep. Yeah. I mean, you don't often see the faces of the riders because they have goggles on, but mm. everybody had their goggles pulled in this race because of the mud. RJ, with just all you could see is eyeballs and teeth, face covered in mud, pushing a bike that would not move 10 feet from the finish, just for what? It felt like an hour, but probably four or five minutes. Yeah,
0: yeah. We were Podium wondering we were if they were class. just going to drop the gate in the four of these with him still out there. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> ah, <laughs> just drop the gate. It's late. It's late. RJ's still pushing, sir. It doesn't matter got hay bales there. around them and yeah. a flag right there. <laughs> a little cross, maybe. A little memorial. Um,
2: oh, God. I was in the tunnel, and um, they have a JT. You know what they – JT, what is the name of the mobile video screen that moves around with you so you can watch the race
3: from wherever you're recording uh, from? I don't know. I don't you know, don't know, I don't know what is? the technical term is? RF? RF? No, is like your camera. jerk guy. cam. Jerk cam. That is your, yeah, you're right. I have heard that. That's, you're right.
2: I don't know why. But that's what they call I don't it. either. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, when JT's on TV,
3: he is, it is him, a microphone, and a jerk cam. Well, that, okay. that
0: suits him nicely, mm. yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Well, there's
3: yep. a gentleman that his whole, sole job for the day is to carry the jerk cam. Like, well. how do you put that on a resume? <laughs> <laughs> a jerk cam operator.
2: <laughs> so, they're up in the tunnel, and I'm watching the race from there. And then, you know, there's tons of – we'll get into the jersey aspect of this race in a minute with unions and extra security and all the – I mean – People with rifles patrolling the stadium and armed guards and all this. So, there's these people have never seen a dirt bike race in their life. And I'm just watching that and they're all surrounding the camera and just seeing RJ pushing his bike in the mud, not working. These guys have never seen a dirt bike race. And it was just awesome. It's like, look at these guys. Look at it. He- I've never seen it like this. It's crazy. Look at this, guy, look at this guy. Look at this guy. This guy's crazy. <laughs> it was awesome.
0: They were really excited for him. Yeah. yeah. It was
2: like five janitors, three armed guards, two mafioso bodyguards i don't even know what these guys were doing here yeah
0: can you imagine feld and the uh the uh the union stuff they got to work around for for this race
2: yeah somebody told me that they had a union come in to drop off the fences and then another set of union guys to put the fences up two Mm -hmm. separate groups and all you can do is watch
0: yeah Yeah, that's about right at any point yep sounds about right um so yeah jet we we were wondering how it would play out um I did say that some weirdo guy was going to win, um, which I was correct, but kind of not in a way that, like, I thought I would, but I'm going to still claim it um, with Anstey's win. Congrats to Uribe, by the way. Uribe's a good guy. I've yet to see an Instagram post from him, but I, I cannot wait. I'm rubbing my hands really oh. like RV for this Instagram post of Uribe, uh talking about Max winning. Um, but, Marty, too. Marty. Oh, Marty, yeah. Yep.
2: Marty's got himself a, a win.
0: Yeah, unbelievable. Um but, yeah, Jet Hunter, second, third. Enzo Lopes moves into third in the points with his fifth. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, good job, Enzo. Third in the points because uh, Kitchen had a bad night. Uh, Max Volan, fourth. It's probably not that surprising. Hayden Deegan was on it, dude. He Hayden was – was he came from the back, uh, well, back-ish, and then I think he got up to fourth or fifth and before he went down. He got back up to sixth, but Hayden was on the move for sure. He was pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, I've said this a million times on here. I think I, I just remind people because I don't know if people believe it. Like I know Hayden was raised of great means and high profile, but dude, he's all heart. Like this is not this is not fabricated. Like mm. he is just a racer's racer. This is not YouTube. This is not being born rich. This is just he's an animal. He just wants it. And dude, you could see like he was DGAF in the mud. Like he was yeah. sending it.
0: Yep. Uh, Mumford. Mitch Payton had a couple of things going on under his truck. I was on, over there earlier uh, in the day and um, started talking politics with RV. Unfortunately, that went sideways. But before that went all sideways, um, um, it's I don't know what's wrong with these people. I guess that's what right, they say about me. Right. It's all done. The- I guess that's what they say about me, but I don't know what's wrong with these guys. Oh, I'm
2: sure that's what they say about you.
0: Right, right. Okay. So, uh, anyways, before then, we Mitch Payton – Put on a fat bar on Joe Schmota's bike. That is the first time a crossbarless bar has ever been on a pro circuit race bike uh, at the races. So that's what Schmota's been running, uh, which was a breakthrough for Mitch. And then Mumford, because he's got this bad calf or whatever, he had those uh, ankle saver foot peg things on. You guys ever see those? You know, it's got the little step on the behind the foot peg? Yep. Yeah, so he's running those. And we were having a good old time with Peyton being like, what is going on over here? Like, what's next? <laughs> What what kind of loose Desperate program times, are, are you running? And Scott Mumford, Carson's dad, was like, no, no, it was Mitch's idea. And I'm like, I just – I don't believe this. I don't know what's going on over here. What's next? I'm like, those steg pegs? Are we putting steg pegs in the side panel? Uh, what are we doing? Um, swing arm weights. Yeah, swing arm weights. Absolutely. Damn, I wish I would have thought of that, JT, when I was there. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, here, put this thing on the back of your <laughs> swing arm. Um, so but Mumford got seventh, so good job for for Mumphy, Um and all that. Uh, Cullen Park, eighth, Joe. So uh, Ryan Holiday was like, hey, the Japanese are really good in the mud, right? Which they are, but Joe's not the Joe's the outlier because he's been in America for so long. Like Narita and those dudes would just come over and crush it in the mud, but not Joe, I don't feel. Um Zombie 10th, Pierce Brown. As a Pierce Brown Pulpamex fantasy owner, JT, uh, I was very distraught early, and at least he made a comeback and came all the way up. Salvaged not some points.
3: Well, no he, double points.
0: he didn't get double? I thought he was one. No.
3: I think
0: he was a zero. Oh. Never mind. Take all that back. All right. Yeah. I thought he got double. Um, Kitchen wasn't good. He's a packed Northwest guy.
3: Yeah, even he uh, he Instagrammed, well, I guess I don't know how to ride the mud. Or yeah. I how to ride the mud? Something like
0: that. Right, right. He's a Yeah, he's a Pacific Northwest guy. Just off on this night. Uh, but again, like Weege, like you said, you just get a bad start and you're done. It doesn't matter how good of a mud rider you are. And, and Anstey said the same thing. Like, and he said, I know I'm good in the mud. And everyone is telling me, hey, mate, you're going to win. And, you know, you're, this is, you're rubbing your hands together. But as Anstey said, like, even being as good as the mud, you fall down once, you get a bad start. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how good you are in the mud. Things go south. If
3: you can't so, hold on, yeah. like you can't grip, you're, right. you're done. Yep. like You just have no chance of doing well.
0: Uh, how many times has Jordan Smith hit the deck? Did, do we have a counter? Fourteen. I think it was, yeah, I'll take Fourteen. Rough night for it was a
3: lot. He was also for... on my fantasy team. Yeah, as was Chris
0: Brown. Yeah, yeah, me too, me. As too. was RJ. Yeah. Um, yeah, rough, rough night. Jordan was. I seriously, I, I, every time I looked up for at some point in the middle of the race, he was down picking his bike up. I was like, good god, Jordan.
2: And well, so, well, don't forget if the track was dry in qualifying. It wasn't any better.
0: No, no. What, what's that about stripes and zebras? What's that? Tigers? All that dormant, yeah. right? Grinds um, hard.
2: I mean, it comes from
0: the right place. Like, he rides really hard. Anything else in 250s? I mean, I was was stoked for the showdown, but then it all went south. But good job to Colin Park and Enzo and dudes like that that had a good night. Yeah. Enzo said that uh, uh, during the week, he doesn't know what happened, but Phil wasn't talking to him. He doesn't know why, but Phil would just mumble one-word responses because they lived together. And he said he doesn't know why, what happened. He wouldn't talk to him. He was very upset with him. And then he'd come to the race, and then he said he's yelling at me and he's full of words. So that's the drama between those guys. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
3: There's uh, no reason why he was not in the race. No, he doesn't, he doesn't
0: know. He doesn't know, but then he said he was full okay. of words at the races. So uh, Phil made it on the race day live, too. Didn't even swear or anything. Can't believe it. Pretty amazing. You uh, figured he would have swore at some point. But, no, he kept it together. Uh, Weege, how was uh, how was the broadcast and everything for you on your end?
2: Yeah, so we had a whole plan. I hosted a pre-race show, and I was going to the uh, paddock during the race. And um, we had a whole plan of how this was all going to go. And then Tomac crashes and Plessinger crashes and AC crashes. And we, we took the whole plan and scrapped it about a half hour before the show. It changed everything because, you know, the, the plan was to lead with the Lawrence Brothers showdown. But then, obviously, Tomac crashing becomes the top story. Uh, so that that changed everything, and uh, that was cool. Also, extra cool, this one, we'll talk about the New York stuff in general, but also because this is close to where a lot of the offices are for MC and Peacock, you know, some in, I think, New York City and some in Connecticut. You get a lot of uh, the big brass at a race, probably for the only time this year. So that was really cool. Also, we got Stu back on the show at RC and Lee, and it's just – I don't know. I really feel like this pre-race show could really add something. We all know that the opening ceremonies in Supercross are a big part of it. It's never really been seen on TV. We get to do analysis. You know, you never have interviews with the riders before the race on TV. We we see it all day, so it's not a big deal to us. But I don't know. I'm hoping this has potential.
0: I like it. Yeah, keep doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean I think there's you're a peacock. You're not taking any airtime. It's literally just you know like you're just putting it up as part of the show. Like what's the is it a cost thing? You're paying cameramen. An hour extra is that sort of what would be? Well, the I mean, they got me. to
2: yeah. pay me. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's not cheap.
0: <laughs> I bet you it is. <laughs> yeah, probably is. Um, you know, I mean, the, yeah, I like I don't what see what's, like, what's the downside. Realize, hey, yeah, we're
2: in this streaming world. Wait, we could do this. Yeah. So I think they're putting the puzzle pieces together. Yeah, absolutely. we'll have one more for uh, Salt Lake.
0: Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, and uh, yep. Stu was good. Stu was Stew was Stew.
2: Well, what's actually interesting is, I think so, but um, I had to go out to the paddock, so I actually have seen and heard less of this TV show than almost any all year, even though I was on it. Right. Makes sense. Right. And I feel bad for the Honda guys because their rig has a big screen, so we don't have a jerk cam out in the pits.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Me and my camera guy, we're just stalking the Honda rig just because they have a TV screen. And I don't know, those guys are probably like, are they here for an interview? Because they've been standing here for an hour. What are they doing? So, yeah. Yeah. I'll do a little better job next time. Tell everybody, stand down. I'm not about to stick a microphone in your face. I just need your TV screen. I
0: don't know if you guys heard, but there's the Lawrence brothers were racing a showdown against each other. I don't know if you guys heard much about that. (laughs) Um, It was they they were leading the East Coast, and then, yeah, there was going to be a big showdown. So, Um, yeah,
2: yeah. but I, you know, look, we have made fun of the, the, how, how they get pushed times, but. I don't know. I'm going to go back the other direction on this. You have two brothers, teammates, both co-points leaders, who've won all the regular main events this year. Like,
0: yeah, I when know. are you ever going to get? I know. I when know. are you
2: ever going to get a perfect circumstance like this ever again? I don't think you can overhype it. I don't think you can.
0: Uh, no. Yeah, it, it wasn't it, on a dry track. It was going to be really interesting and really cool. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like,
2: I give it the mom test. So I tell my mom, I'm like, hey, turn on Peacock at 630. I'll be hosting this Mm -hmm. pre-race show. And she, of course, thought that was the wildest thing ever. She's like, these two brothers from Australia and their dad, and they interviewed him. And that is so cool. And I'm like, yeah, that's what TV's supposed to be. Like, that's how you make your sport big, like compelling personalities. And we all know they are. I I don't, I can't blame anybody for this. Uh,
0: I blame Blair. (laughs) Okay. Uh hey, um all right, so anything else from the showdown? Unfortunately, the it is what it is. But congrats to Max again. That's that's awesome for the team and and all that. Anything else from the showdown? Firepower, Honda, congrats, those guys. WPS company, fly racing. Um JT, yeah, anything? I'm good. Okay. No, all right, I'm okay. good. Uh I didn't want- to interview oh, Max. So okay. uh, yeah, okay. let's move on I just want to add one thing. Uh it's supposed
3: to yeah. rain again this weekend. Like three days up to it and through the weekend. Oh. So just oh, prepare
0: for that. Oh, here we go. Yeah, JT, someone on Twitter was saying that they were wondering if you were taking the W for this one. Uh not really. Okay. I mean I I will in hindsight. Uh I, I love it
3: because anytime it rains I, I feel a little bit of a victory, but um mm. I would take it not to rain. Take
2: take it. Actually somebody had a picture of the um crazy drunk streaker standing on the finish line jump. And said, Is this JT celebrating his
0: victory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Is that JT? That's actually pretty good. Um yeah. Hey, so uh JT, you know how uh Wygant's a little frugal, you know? You're you're aware of this, Tiny right? Yep. yep, yep. Well, it bit him in the ass this weekend and I was I was here for it. I, I it uh did. I was um celebrating a little bit on that. Like uh, obviously I don't JT and I don't live quite I would say we just I live more extravagant than JT. JT's in the middle, and then Weeds, you're in the bottom. So JT can spend money, you know, a little bit here and there. Yeah, but
2: Steve, you would agree that JT could be extravagant. We might just not know about it.
0: Yes, that is true too. Also, yes, yes. absolutely. You really? think you know a guy? Yeah, you do. I don't think so. Yeah, you got a guy. You, you never know with JT.
2: You never know. I don't. I don't buy
3: anything.
0: I, I mean, mean the street bike
3: cooler shows up at the race. That was in 2015. Was
0: you got a street that bike. That
3: was eight years ago.
0: Well, still got it. Still spent the money on it.
3: Okay. I don't have a dirt bike. I have one car. Uh, I have a street bike that I bought eight years ago. That's it. That's all I got. Got a Yeti cooler.
0: Yeah, yeah, you think those coolers are cheap? I don't
3: have super high ceilings. I don't have three dirt bikes to put in to make one work. Um, I don't have any of those things.
0: (laughs) So, anyways, here's how... So, we we go to the baseball game on Friday night. Uh, Jays-Yankees, our two favorite teams. And we're debating on how to get down there. Weege is at the stadium and I'm just like, I don't really want to drive in that traffic. I did on Sunday and it wasn't bad, which I should have done on Friday. We by the way, cause it was the same time and everything. And it really wasn't too bad. But at the time on Friday, I'm like, I don't really want to drive down there, down in the Bronx and blah, 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 blah. So I, I look at Uber, it's 75 bucks, right? Uh, including the $17 toll for George Washington bridge. But I'm like, okay, all right, well, I'm just doing it. I'm just going to Uber down there and, Pay the money and whatever. So I make it down on time. I Uber down there and, and make it down on time. And I'm in the seats for any one, inning two, inning three. No Weech, nothing. Uh, Weej's favorite player growing up was Don. Mattingly. I cannot believe this happened. Don Mattingly is now a coach, bench coach with the Blue Jays. And in the third inning, uh, maybe after the, uh, maybe after the Jays, at the top of the third, I'm not sure. They play a. Five-minute video with all of Donnie Baseball's greatest highlights as a as a Yankee, and and they show him and they talk about him and all his accomplishments and everything else. And then he they show him in the Blue Jays dugout and he steps up and he tips his cap and everybody freaks out because he's Donnie Baseball and blah blah blah. It's we favorite player and we just nowhere to be found. JT, it's the third inning already because he cheaped out and took the subway. <laughs> Yep. That. Yep. He he decided to spend four dollars to get down to the Bronx uh, via subway and trains and all that, and he missed the tribute to Donnie Baseball.
3: So how, like, at what point did you actually make it to the game?
0: I think inning four.
3: Oh wow! Yeah. You actually, and you bought tickets, so you only made to half of the game that you had to spend money on the ticket for. I don't want to talk about it, guys.
0: It's, it's not your best moment. Not your best moment at all. Right here
2: on my desk, I got a Don Mattingly mug with a uh, Don Mattingly signed baseball in the mug. Uh, yep. I was out playing baseball with my son yesterday with my Don Mattingly MVP edition glove that I still use. <laughs> and uh, he was MVP in 1985. 85, yeah. So that's how yeah. long I've been holding to this glove.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, The odds that Don Mattingly will ever have a montage and tip his cap. Oh, you'll get it
3: next time around. No problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: I retired 1995 with his last season. Um, Maybe they retired his number like two years later. So there's probably that. And this are probably the only two times he's been recognized in Yankee Stadium since 1995, and I had the chance to actually be there for one of those two days.
0: And Sunday, on the game on Sunday, they did not acknowledge him. It was only a Friday-only thing because it was the first game, right? First game back. They didn't do anything for Sunday, and I, I yeah. imagine they didn't do anything for Saturday. So you yeah. you missed the one moment that they to Donnie Baseball.
3: I'm
2: aware. <laughs> really... <laughs> Really second. Because you had one. to
0: take a train to Penn Station and get off and take a subway to the Bronx and yeah,
2: this is all true. And yes.
0: connect and yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Now what
2: swerved me was what swerved me was yes, uh my meeting didn't end until six fifteen and it was a seven oh five game, so I knew it was gonna be super tight. And I knew that honestly the fastest way is to just drive. Like Uber would be essentially the same, but even like the two or three minutes of waiting for the Uber, I'm like, every minute counts here. I think I just need to drive. I've driven in New York City a lot, actually. I haven't driven to Yankee Stadium, but I'm like, hey, 6.30 on a Friday is not the ideal time to do this, but whatever. Um, But some people on our TV crew, they are also New York experts. and are like, man, you don't drive. You don't drive. You can take the subway. You can do it. And when you look at what it says it's going to take, it is true. You're only on trains for probably 30 minutes. But you have to calculate it took 10 minutes to get from MetLife Stadium to the parking lot of the train station then probably 10 more minutes to get to the train. Then you wait five minutes for the train to show up. Then you wait a few minutes for the subway to show. You add it all up. 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. It results in an hour and a half and what I could have done in 50 minutes in a car. Which in and of itself wouldn't have been a big deal, but I had no idea that Don Mattingly was going to tip his hat to the crowd for the first time since, I believe, I think it was 97 when they retired his number. Wow.
0: Yeah. It wasn't even 26 that. 26 years. It was the That's highlight it. package. Yep. The highlight video was oh. great. Like, I'm just, sure it was. Just
2: I'm sure it was great.
0: Home run after I home run well. and, and, and was, singles and, and, and his mustache and he was like, you know, just all the highlights. Yeah.
2: I was – I had been waiting even now through Monday for Steve to say – no, dude, I'm just kidding. That actually didn't happen.
0: Oh no! Oh no! Donnie baseball. I was just
2: waiting for you to say I'm just kidding. You didn't actually miss this. I was just, nope. I was just being a jerk cam. But no,
0: no, no, nope. no. This
3: really happened.
0: Yep. And and as it was happening, I'm like, fucking Weege, man, fucking Did You not video
3: it for Weege?
0: No, I guess I could have. I, I yeah, I didn't even think about Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. I think. I think I was like, ah, his, his frugality has cost him. The, the final nail in the coffin, That the, the thing that will make him change his ways has happened. And this is a life, sort of a bottoming out for Weege of his life. <laughs> and, and This was, is like, rock bottom right And here. this is rock we bottom. We yep. And he like,
3: do this to bring it full circle. Had I been invited to this, I would have videoed it for you, Weege. Thank you.
0: As if you would have known Weege's love of Donnie baseball. You wouldn't have known that. JT. You'd no, know.
3: but Steve would have certainly tipped you off. Oh yeah. Because Steve would the have loved Steve's face. The look on Steve's face <laughs> would have told me all I needed That's
0: probably know. true. That's <laughs> true is also. So yeah, no, we I... ch- like like an alcoholic that, you know, maybe uh uh you know uh beats his wife and and then crashes his car and yeah. and laying yeah. on the side of the road, you yeah. have reached rock bottom in your cheapness.
2: I mean these highlights. I've watched these highlights on YouTube many times because I'm the big Donnie yep. baseball guy. And,
0: and he was, and he steps up in the dugout. Uh, they show him. He steps up. He, you know, he, you can see his eyes are a little, a little moist. Tipping his cap both ways. Uh, you know, like yeah, yeah, and you missed it.
2: I gotta go, guys. <laughs> I gotta interview Max Anstey. Congrats to the whole Firepower Honda team. It was a great.
3: Mm-hmm. Please ask him about Cross. Don Mattingly. That's my only request.
0: Yeah. JT probably it's a great a... weekend
2: for Supercross. Great weekend.
0: Yeah, Ken Roxton, uh flipped the switch on the Empire State Building.
2: Just a great weekend in New York mm-hmm. City. Everything about went me?
3: to plan. Everything went to plan.
0: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I probably don't know what. Uh, and what?
3: You're gonna say I probably don't? No, know what?
0: I didn't. I I didn't say it. I didn't mean. It. I don't. You know. said JT probably. Oh no, no, no I didn't. No. I said flip the switch.
3: No, before that. You oh. definitely did. That's okay.
0: Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah. Look,
2: Donnie even retired. 95, they didn't know if he was coming back or not, so he didn't even have, like, a big send-off game. Yeah. So even that didn't result in a moment. Again, they um, retired his number once, and he came back as the bench coach on Friday night twice. That's it. That's it. That's, it. that's all there's probably ever going to be. The. So that's it.
0: The next great moment was Sunday. Tommy Tenders and Parabinos and I went to the game again with Tommy Tenders' chick as well. And – no, <laughs> And Tenders is a New York Yankees fan, and his he bought a jersey of the rookie, the new rookie they have there, and bought the jersey that morning, and the rookie uh, made an error that cost the team three runs and struck out three times. And that was also awesome <laughs> for me. And Vlad Jr. hit a ho- another home run. So seeing the Tenders' face... He said you called it. I did. I did. <laughs> I said he's gonna. You called it before it happened. I said he's gonna hit one out right here, and he did. The next pitch It was amazing. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, let me finally let me throw up one more thing. I get there on Friday, and Steve is wearing a New York Yankees hoodie.
0: Oh, and I'm like, dude.
2: What? Why are you? You are here because of the Toronto Blue Jays. You're Canadian. You're wearing a Yankees hoodie.
0: I was so cold.
2: Steve forgot his hoodie at his hotel.
0: Yeah. Somehow
3: didn't think it would be cold at night.
0: Right. Not a smart How much did move. One hundred and thirty dollars.
3: Yeah, that's, so that sounds like a pricey one. So
0: I kept the tags on, and no. I will be poshmarking that. My chick will be posh marking. Oh that. no! Oh yes, that's, oh, I well, I kept the tag on the back. I am not keeping this hoodie. There is no way I am going to try to recoup something from this. Um, I respect it. And by the way, the All last right,
2: th- I got I to go. I got to go interview Max and I got to move on. I can't talk about this. Topic. All right. Oh, well,
0: by the way, so the last time I went to Yankee Stadium, uh, Chad Reed had to buy a sweatshirt. Also, you think he posh marked it though afterwards? I don't think so. No. Do you think he still I has it? He's left it in the stands. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, that's it. Fly racing, race, race podcast. New York Supercross. Weeds. JT. Thanks, boys. Bye.